Have you ever worked at a job and knew it didn't fill you with joy? And you know it's not the right job for you because you're just not happy. But you're conflicted. Maybe you invested a lot of time at the job or towards studying just to get the credentials to get the dream job you thought you wanted. And yet there's still something that's gnawing at you. Like a subconscious whisper that you're meant for something else. Something that would actually fulfill you. You just don't know what. I've been there. And I've even taken the courageous plunge of quitting my job to try something I thought would make me happy, only to realize it also didn't make me happy. From DMSK, I'm Deepa Masuria, and you're listening to Thousand Miles, the podcast series documenting my journey as an entrepreneur. It's an honest and transparent origin story of my business, giving you a glimpse into the things entrepreneurs deal with but don't actually talk about. I know I said I would be as transparent as possible, which is why I try to showcase people who've made an impact in my life. But today, I'm going to share a story with you. A story that kind of throws someone under the bus. So, out of respect for this person, I'm not going to say who I'm talking about. I can just see all my friends listening to this episode right now thinking, Dear God, I hope he was not talking about me. (laughs) Maybe I am. At the end of 2019, before New Year's Day, Sean asked me a really interesting question. Okay, out of everybody that we know, who has changed the most over the last 10 years? As I get older, I've learned time speeds up. The 12 years from grades 1 to 12 seem like it took forever to get through. We were constantly learning new things in a variety of subjects, not to mention growing both physically and emotionally. But as soon as school is over and you enter the work world, life becomes monotonous. We become habitual creatures. Wake up, go to work, work, come home, have dinner, relax, then go to bed, and do it day after day. When each day is just the same as the day before, time moves quickly, and you don't even know what happened. So with 2020 just around the corner, being asked, what did you do in the past 10 years, is really just asking, what did you do in the handful of days that was different than all your other monotonous days? Sean and I chatted about the changes we made. We got married, bought our first home, We both changed career paths like two to three times, and had a couple of kids along the way too. When you break it down, it seems like a lot, but when you're in the midst of it, it doesn't seem like much at all. Sean posed this question multiple times to other friends and family as a conversation starter. Most people didn't hesitate listing off similar things to us. New jobs, new homes, new kids. But for one person, who I will not name, This question stumped them. And I mean, they went completely silent. Because in that moment, this person realized that their life had not changed in the past 10 years. It's not that this person didn't have aspirations. They did. So what happened? 
And if you were in this position, how would you feel? Being in the exact same position as 10 years ago. If you listen to episode 3, you'll know my journey over the past decade with all the ups and downs. If you hadn't heard the episode, you really should if you want to fully understand the context of this episode. To give you a bit of a recap, I was at a job that I knew didn't fulfill me. I knew I was meant for something else, but I didn't know what. And I also felt like I spent so much time learning and growing in the career that I chose. I invested time and effort. I don't regret what I learned. I actually loved what I learned. But the day-to-day job didn't bring out my full potential. I got to a point where I knew I had to leave and had finally developed the courage to leave. So I quit. I was going to take control of my destiny. I created an online clothing company called Philanthropy Apparel, then stopped. I started working towards making a retail coffee store called Kohicha, then stopped. I started creating YouTube videos, then stopped. If you listen to episode three, you'll know that I felt like a failure every time I stopped something I started. I don't like not finishing something. And this really affected my self-esteem and self-confidence. I knew I needed to break this cycle and change my mindset. So one day, I took out my phone and opened up the notes app and started writing out all the positive things that came out of trying and stopping these different ventures. The title of this note is called Mind Shift, and this is what I wrote. Philanthropy Apparel. Even though I didn't go through with it, I learned that I'm not motivated by a company that sells something that is very competitive, and philanthropy just doesn't motivate me to sell. Kohicha. I learned that I could learn about an industry I don't know anything about. I also know that I'm not comfortable being in a competitive industry where I don't see how I can innovate or add much value. I also like being financially stable, and the startup costs for Kohicha really scared me. YouTube. I loved the creative aspect of video and sound editing. I'm surprisingly kind of good at it. I like that the videos force me to practice being myself in front of people and force me to be out of my comfort zone. It did make me a better public speaker, but I didn't like the topics I made the videos on because that felt like work. I also have a hard time watching myself on video. As I started pulling out the positives from these ventures, I quickly realized that I was growing without realizing it because I was developing self-awareness. I started understanding who I was and what felt right for me based on all the things that felt wrong when I was doing it. If I never started these things, I would have never known. I would have never known that I have a creative side to me that doesn't get expressed in the career that I chose. And that I clearly need that to be happy. I would have never known that financial stability is a big part of me, which is why I prefer bootstrapping and starting small. I would have never known that my intrinsic motivation has to be based on my purpose, not a purpose that just sounds good. So when Sean proposed starting DMSK, a cosmetic skincare company for men of color, it felt right for me. I could be creative. 
we could start off by bootstrapping. And we're in an industry that's competitive, but not saturated. I would have never known what felt right for me if I didn't experience what felt wrong. Or, as Steve Jobs puts it, You can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. You have to trust in something, your gut, destiny, life, karma, whatever. Because believing that the dots will connect down the road will give you the confidence to follow your heart even when it leads you off the well-worn path. And that will make all the difference. Who knows where we'll be 10 years from now? DMSK might fail. But even if it does, at least I'll learn something along the way. So if you feel like you're in a place in your life where you're not supposed to be, I'm here to tell you based on my experience, try something, anything. Just keep trying. Because it's okay to try things and realize you don't like it. Trying begets experience. Thinking about doing something gets you nowhere. And 10 years from now, when someone asks you what's changed in the last decade, how do you want to be able to answer that question? Now, I know this episode wasn't like my other ones. I thought I'd try something new. Okay, that's a lie. I just didn't have enough time to edit a podcast this week. But if you like this kind of episode and want more of it in the future, please let me know. You can talk to me on Twitter and Instagram at Tikomasuria. And I really hope you like this podcast. If you do, please tell a friend, subscribe, and leave a five-star rating. And I'll talk to you soon on our next episode of Thousand Miles.